0: Log Talk Radio FT Sports Podcast Draft Night. It's something about seeing the logos in the NFL, man. It just, if you're a fan. It's awesome. April 26, 2018. C. Davis, B. Ellis, A A. Ron TV. My man, TV is going to be off for tonight. We'll be joined by A.A. Ron later on in the evening. So you're stuck with me and B. Ellis talking basketball primarily. 646-668-2182 is the number. If you want to get into the conversation, forgive me. I might be a little sparked and a little excited because I just got done yelling on Fred House Sports talking about this NCAA commission report that just came out with Condoleezza Rice. I might have flipped my, my my opinion on the NCAA a, a little bit. Not a lot, but just a little bit. But before I bring in B. Ellis, I got, now, you know what? I'm going to bring B. Ellis in here because I, I I need another voice because out of all the, the four of us, he's the politician of the group. B. Ellis, welcome to the show. Man, man. How you doing?
1: Good evening, Mr. Davis.
0: Good evening. I need you to to help me because the NFL draft is taking place. And every year, you know, teams are picking their guys. And a lot of people always yell and scream about getting it wrong. But there's a team that every year they get it wrong. And you think the year that they might get it right, Ellis, the year that they might actually figure this out, they say it on the right thing. They went 0-16. You think they might just do it. They don't. Not Mm -hmm. only did they go and get Baker Mayfield, which would have been available to them at four. So the best player in the draft goes to the Giants. Shout out to St. Paul Barkley. I hope that he's successful. But not mm-hmm. only did you, not only could you have gotten Baker Mayfield in the fourth pick, you give up Saquon Barkley and he's with the Giants, you go out and get Denzel Ward a cornerback when you could have got Chubbs to continue to build defensively on the line, to beef up your defensive line, to stop the running game that happens in the AFC North and you go get a cornerback?
2: Mm-hmm. Which, by the
0: way, you could have gotten somebody else better in the secondary. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: wish TV was here because he, he's my college guy and we do this a lot. Mm-hmm. But, but Ellis, justify yeah. the Cleveland Browns. I need you to justify them. I, there is no I, – is I, I cannot. I cannot. So I need your help. Can you defend I, uh, the Cleveland Browns tonight?
1: I can't I can't defend him. Um you wasted your first draft pick on a a, a guy that would have been around um, I'm uh, I'm about 98% sure he would have been around 3 year picks later. And the overall best talent in the league, uh and Saquon Barkley just and you see what um what Ezekiel Elliott had was for the for the franchise with the with the uh Cowboys. And you let that that type of talent just walk. Uh, and then on top of that, there's about literally about five quarterbacks that are all pretty much on the same playing field this year. No one stands out, but there's a pretty decent crop of talent at the quarterback position. And yeah, you're saying that the best player ever was Johnny Manziel 2.0 for you to pick up. I, I I don't I just don't get it, man. I I I really don't. So <laughs> I I I can't justify it. Then, I need like somebody said, to justify it. Uh, I I I don't get it. And then you you go and get questionable uh you know defensive back from from Ohio State who who had who there were question marks out there for in regards to coverage. Um that's who you solidify as your number four pick. Very questionable, man. I for the sake of I I, I almost feel like this is a half a kind of a half heart of of tanking, man. Like premeditated tanking, like with these picks so far for Cleveland. Wow. So I, I I don't get it. You could have got Saquon Barkley and followed up with Baker Mayfield. Um, you're running back to your quarterback, right there, one and four. So yeah, I, I'm. I watched some of the comparisons. Uh, they they were trying to compare him to Russell Wilson, like. All of Baker Mayfield's statistical like characteristics and build show that the only thing that he has more of is height than it, when it compares to Russell. Russell was faster, he's more athletic in the pocket, he's been more accurate. Um, he, you know, just all the intangibles that they try to compare him to, it's all in favor of Russell. And uh, Baker has a lot to prove, man. And in my opinion, he has some maturity concerns uh, that we've seen time in and time time in and time out at that position is really looking like a Johnny Manziel 2.0 pickup, man. So maybe minus the coke, the cocaine. And, you know, but other than that, everything else looks to be pretty, pretty fairly aligned to what I've seen out of, uh, out of Johnny Manziel, which was an epic flop. And, uh, I don't know, man, the Browns continue to continue to just go down this path. This now, I, I, would,
0: I would like to think that there's, there's an upside. Now I did watch a lot of college football, Oklahoma was on TV primarily because I needed TCU to win. But nevertheless, Baker Mayfield does have some tangibles, some good things about him. Strong personality, he can spark the 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 uh, the, um, the huddle. He can he can do things on the field that a lot of guys can't do. Love his his physique. He's built like a like a tank. I mean, he can get out the pocket. There's a lot of things that he can do. But did you I not just I put, go get? Not a question, but did you not just go trade and get Tyrod Taylor? Okay. Then you go and draft Baker Mayfield. I'm trying to understand the identity of this team. So if you're saying that you're going to have more of this up, you know, this fast tempo squad, um, more power to you. Okay. But then I come back and I say, outside of the damn Giants, the Cleveland Browns had equally just as bad as the offensive line. The Cardinals had a terrible offensive line. The Giants had one. The Browns have one, too. Yeah. So you go So you go get a guy that can get out the pocket? That's it? Baker Mayfield is not the answer. Saquon Barkley was right there for the picking. Even Chubbs, even if they went defense and got Chubbs for the defensive line, and I understand they did that last year, but if you could have done something on the defensive side other than a cornerback, okay, got Chubbs, Short up the D line, and then or you go get Saquon Barkley, who's going to give you more firepower offensively and help you with a Landry because he's on your wide outside now, and and go get Baker Mayfield, who would have been available. I don't get it. I, I I just don't understand. I I need someone to justify this, Ellis. I I can't. I I think this is the first time that we've opened up a show talking about the Cleveland Browns more frustrating
2: <laughs> than the
0: Lions ever could be is the Cleveland Browns. If I'm a Browns fan, I just, you just cannot get right. Two picks that you've held and you coveted this entire time. And you just doing away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, <laughs> I have no words, man. I, I can't, I have no words. And then my, and my own, my own guesstimation, like, all these quarterbacks are on equal playing fields, in my opinion. You know, as far as you know, who went at the who went to the Jets, Donald. Uh, you know, you got the you know the other guy out of uh, what's it UCLA. I know he's still sitting there. You know, a little bit uh concerned that he hasn't been drafted yet. And then uh, what's the the one uh, racist guy out of Wyoming? Oh, I'm sorry. To say that not? No, I'm sorry. Uh, he's still available. So, no, I mean, he you know, got. He, he well, at
0: the time he was available, yes, but he got drafted to the Bills.
1: Oh, the Bills picked him up.
0: Yeah, the Bills picked him oh, up. Okay, Josh Allen is a Buffalo Bill.
1: Yeah, very suiting. All right, good for him. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just it's I, I don't get it, man. I, I I don't know what the Browns are doing. I hope our good friend calls in and is listening right now, and uh, you know we we can have a, a nice debate. With uh with him I, I,
0: They better <laughs> not try to uh, debate that. You better not come on uh, their ways and
1: defend that. I I'm not I just wanna hear what that man has to say. I know I know it had to be a gut punch for him, but yeah, man, I, I yeah. I'm confused all the way around. I and it looks like it looks like uh if you had to add I think you got Lamar as a sleeper. Something tells me he's ended up going to potentially the Patriots.
0: I mean, and I understand why. I, listen, I get why you don't go get Lamar Jackson. I, under, I even understand Josh Allen. Again, all the critics were talking about Josh Allen, you know, uh, being compared to guys that are just inaccurate in the league and then guys who are accurate. He has a big arm, big hand, all that. I get all of that stuff. When it came down uh-huh. to playing big time talent, he sucked. This is calling for what it is. As, as a fan, we can say it. He sucked. Right. Okay. And, and, and the defenses he played against Ellis were not that great. Iowa. Okay. Right. Nebraska. Okay. Not saying that these were game buster, you know, defenses. Iowa may be better than Nebraska, but damn, 39% accuracy is not good against these teams. Overall, 54% accuracy throwing the ball in your collegiate career. We've seen some, some bad ones. Jamarcus Russell was a bad draft pick. We all know that, but if you're the Browns, you cannot go and get Baker Mayfield. He would have been available to you in the fourth pick you're simply saying yeah. that there was there there had to be no other player better than baker mayfield at the time of which you picked which was number one so you're saying he was the best player for you and your team
1: it was sad i they, disagree again, with it that just, it, <laughs> it's, it, it makes it even worse because you have the fourth pick as well man that that's, exactly that's really,
0: and the guy that really you picked me. And the guy that you picked was really, like, the third best quarterback in the damn draft.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Sam, uh, Baker Mayfield. So he was the fourth. I, You know, it's almost to the point now, unless you're Tim Tebow, if you win a Heisman, you're guaranteed to get drafted in the top five. Tim Tebow was number eighteen, my friend. Mariota won a mm-hmm. Mariota won a Heisman. He was second. Your boy Crab Legs won a Heisman. He was first. Well, Lamar Jackson won a
2: Heisman too. They're
0: not thinking about him. I know. Well, let me sorry. Right, let me reemphasize this then. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he won a Heisman last year. Okay, whatever. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Baker enough, Mayfield is not number one. I I need somebody to justify before we go to basketball. I need some justification. 646-668-2182 is the number. And you know what? Look, looky here, looky here,
2: Darius. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Darius, Darius mm-hmm. well, you need
0: to justify the cle- before you say anything. You had a chance to listen, so we'll say it again in our own way. Like we do when we in the crew. So just sit back and listen, B. Ellis. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns suck, bro.
2: <laughs> I, hell, I know that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't That's like the pick, bro. I I didn't like it. Yeah. I did not like to pick at all.
1: What 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 are they thinking about, man? What, what's going
2: on in Cleveland? <laughs> hell hell, sense. I don't know. Anytime <laughs> you got the Hey, wait a minute. Anytime you got the best available player at number four, Bradley Chubb, and you pass over for Denzel Ward, I'm not I said I, Ward is a good corner. I'll I'll support him, but that Baker Mayfield, I got a problem with that one.
0: No. And you know what, there's you know, and I'm mad at you because we're talking about the number one pick. Damn the fourth pick.
2: Saquon okay, Barkley I'm, is the
0: best player on the board. He was the best player on the board at the time of when they drafted, and he's the best player overall. You're drafting number one. Yep. Baker Mayfield, would have been there him. at four, and you I didn't know. get him.
2: I, that's the front office of Cleveland for you. They always mess it up every year. <laughs> every year. They, they always do it. It's nothing new to me.
0: Ellis, I got to ask Bad, this question real fast. Darius, don't go nowhere because I want you in some of this basketball talk with us, too. But, Ellis, I got to ask okay. you, man, because outside of the Cleveland Browns, man, let's not – you know, Detroit fans, you know, we holding our breath because we, we remember being in the draft collecting wide receivers like, you know, it was Pokemon. Got to catch them all every year. Didn't matter. And, mm-hmm. and we just always picked the damn receiver. So I'm going to just say it right now, and I don't normally blast other organizations as I do the Cleveland Browns and on these airways, and you know this to be a fact. But I got to say it, man. The Cleveland Browns are absolutely atrocious at drafting. And they make the Lions look like the Patriots when it comes to football and drafting. I'm just being honest. And the Lions are bad at drafts. They really are. There's no justification. Every year they always go the other way.
2: (laughs) They always go the other way. (laughs) Hey, I I can't defend that. I can't. It's horrible. That's That's a joke. And I yep. I can't I can't defend him anymore. Mm-hmm. I said that's mm-hmm. hey, everybody in, in Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Baltimore is waiting to, just to kill his career already. You watch. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like
0: TV would be on the other. I feel like TV would justify this pick. TV, if you are listening, please call in, brother. I. You need to save the Cleveland Brown fan base because I believe in T- TV. In, in TV, we trust. He would justify ah. this pick, and you know, it, Ellis. I feel like T. I feel like TV would be that guy. I really do.
1: I but need yeah, TV on the uh, it's, it's, it's no justifying this, man. They just picked up. Johnny Manziel, 2.0, I got Manziel. Two point oh, man. I don't. I don't. I don't get it.
2: Well, That'll if they go 0-16 like I expect them to, I I can't. I, that's ridiculous. I don't like to pick it off. <sighs> mm-hmm. Looks like uh, Rosen's off the board. Uh, with yeah, the, uh, He got oh, drafted by Arizona.
0: So, again, again, mm-hmm. and, and, and those who don't know about the NFL draft, let me make sure you understand this is a time of the year where uh, teams, they go out and they do it. Every sport does it. This is just one of the biggest of them all to be honest, and it's a ripple effect. Every single time a, a team drafts someone else, another team gets ready to draft, and this it's based on the big board, and I can guarantee you everybody's big board changed the very minute the Cleveland Browns picked up Baker Mayfield. Not because it was the number one pick, fellas. It was simply because maybe the Cardinals thought that Baker Mayfield would be
1: sitting there. To the Cardinals? Uh, well, they just moved yeah. up to get a quarterback no. pretty much use no. the last one on the board.
0: I know, I know, but maybe the Cardinals were sitting back and they're saying, well, Baker Mayfield will be there, so you know we're not going to move up and we're not going to draft. So as soon as Baker Mayfield's gone and they see that Rosen is still sitting there who was projected to be number one next to Josh Allen, possibly, well, hell, let's trade up and let's go get him.
2: Right. So the
0: strategy changes all the time, and you can thank the Cleveland Browns. You know what? Tonight, for the first time in a long time, the Cleveland Browns, they get a standing ovation for being the biggest
2: <laughs> and the dumbest. I can't do it on the air, but damn, that Cleveland. We're wow. the worst franchise. Just go ahead and say we're the worst franchise in sport.
1: <sighs> wow, yeah, I you, uh, <laughs> you right, right there with us, lines, man. I'm sorry, <laughs>
0: six four six. 6-6-8-2-1-8-2 six, six, is the number. It's funny. The two worst drafting teams are both historically uh, 0 and 16. The
1: worst season in the NFL. Yeah. It <laughs> looks like it uh, <laughs> on
2: I purpose. Coach, you purpose. I can't
0: believe it. Every time we try to escape Lions fans, we always get circled back because Cleveland does something it's stupid true. to remind us how dumb we've been.
1: It's bad. Damn. It's really bad.
0: Let's <laughs> switch over to NBA, fellas, because. What, what's great about Cleveland is that they are truly the yin and yang of sports. They have the worst, and they have one player. of the best when it comes to their, their, their key sports. I don't, the I'm not Cleveland Cavaliers
2: good.
0: are where they need to be right now. And, B. Ellis, I'm going to say it. It's been a very long time. Very, very long time. You know how I feel about LeBron. I think you equally feel the same about LeBron. But there's no justifying or no denying the fact that this man deserves every bit of praise on the basketball, in the basketball world that he gets. LeBron James last night in game five, 80 possessions. Out of of 89 possessions, 80 of them were offensive plays when he was on the floor. So he either assisted or he scored in 80 of the 89 plays the Cleveland Cavaliers ran last night in game five. Now, he's some, would say, some would say that that's a recipe for disaster because you can't sustain that. I understand that. But honestly, Ellis, I can't say that. I think that LeBron James could sustain this because the Eastern Conference is just weak. And I think he can do this and carry them all the way to the finals. And I hate to say that because I don't like LeBron. Not to mention those who love LeBron and those who say he's better than Jordan. We never debate on these airways, but I'll say it. On go-ahead shots in the playoffs, LeBron James in the final five seconds in the fourth quarter or overtime, LeBron James has attempted 13, Jordan attempted 11. LeBron James made six of those shots. Jordan made five. Four of them were buzzer beaters. Jordan made three. One would say, B-Ellis, LeBron James is clutch. I'm not going that far. But that just feeds into the debate. When you watch game five, it may have been bad, and some would say you just let LeBron just run Shaq all the way to the rim the entire time, not even jump shots. When he did get an open look, he took a jump shot and he made the game winner. LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, man, go for it, bro. What what is it about LeBron James that we continue to just say, damn? I mean, he
1: doesn't age like we're going to put that out there right now. He's a machine that year, 1516, he's a machine. So I I will give him credit all the credit in the world for keeping mm-hmm. himself in top top shape, uh being ready to go each and every night. This is the first season that he's uh gone off 82 games uh and that's this is like year 15. So it's crazy, you know, to see the level of efficiency that he's having uh this late in his career. It says it all. He's a monster, man. I, there's no question about it. Uh, he does make teammates better. Uh, he has proven to be able to carry teams, uh, and he's you know he's definitely making a name for himself, man. He, he's that guy. Now, I one will say that last night, like there were some blown calls, but nonetheless, he he hit a very clutch shot at the end of the game, uh, which caused his team to go up three games or two. So I, that's all I can say is that that was a job well done. You know, now one would also say that, you know, the reason that he doesn't have more help right now is his own doing uh, in regards to Kyrie getting up out of there. So you know, some, you know, it's either you like him or you hate him, but, it, you know, he's a proven winner. Uh, the rest of that team, they stepped up and they, they're playing their roles and LeBron is LeBron. So yeah, man, I'm not ready to put him in a category with Jordan. You can put your stats next to each other, and uh, Chris, it's not that you fabricated the stats, but that's on some less than five seconds stuff, in my opinion. <laughs> no, yes, I- is- <laughs> no,
2: no, no, no.
1: I- I-, I I see what you did there. I like that. That was that was cute. You uh, <laughs> uh, he does have one over Jordan when it comes to games one with less than like five seconds on the clock. So shout out to LeBron. One would put- <laughs> say that that's considered clutch with asterisks right. asterisk on there with quotations on it but the real deal is you know uh, clutch for me is last final 2 minutes of the game give me the ball get out of my way i'm here no one else is taking the shot no one else is going to have the ball in their hand it's on me i still would say that that's something that he he steers away from you know but big ups to him he did take the shot made it clutch good to go and over the course of, of course of 48 minutes, man, he's a monster. He's a oh, he's a monster. As far as a closer, not not quite ready to give him that title. Listen,
0: I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying to help out those who love LeBron James so much, and just give them yes. a little bit more fuel. I have to because again, it, it is the facts. I'm just I'm just showcasing the facts. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. But I will say this though, Ellis. Because we've had our conversations. We talked about Melo, which we're going to get into a little bit later. Uh, We talked about Russ. We talked about so many guys. And we talked about LeBron. And we both equally agree, based on how he handled his antics and his business and leaving Cleveland to go to Miami, that that man all time in my book and your book remains of his blemish. And he will never be better than some of our favorite players that we know of, whether it's McGrady, whether it's Kobe, just how he went about his business that's where he lies in our head. But when the man suits up what? on the court, there is a there is not another player in the league that can can lace his shoes, bro. I I I just gotta say it. Just say it, man. Just say it. The man we yelled at him for not going to the hole. Well, guess what he does? He goes to the hole, and 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 when he gets fouled, he's making his free throws now. He's thirty five years old, older than what he was when he was at his prime. And one would say that this is his prime. This is his peak, and he's better. He's Better hitting his free throws, hitting his three point shots, everything about LeBron James that everything that everybody ever said about him, he has fixed. The man's a monster. Darius, you're in Cleveland.
2: Are, well, are you uh, are you
0: looking at LeBron like like how a lot of fans are? Are you like, man, this dude is just a monster? Or are you like, you know, whatever.
2: Hey, I'm, for a record, I'm not a LeBron support. I'm a Bulls fan. He, he killed my bulls every time in the playoffs, but he's basically carrying that uh, Cavaliers. He's basically carrying them. And if it one if you take LeBron James off the Cavs right now, they barely win twenty games.
1: Facts.
0: That's a fact. Which would then get into the 20. debate. Which would then get into he, the debate fact. about the MVP. I'm not gonna go there tonight, fellas. I won't go there tonight, but one would say what we saw or what we're seeing he has to do for them to win this series against indiana and by the way ellis when we talked about indiana in the trades we thought that indiana was going to tank so shout out to them for being the fifth seed in the east winning record in the east by the way because they have a pretty good record and one of the best defensive teams in the league because the trades that they made in the beginning of the season we could have said that they were tanking the season bottom line
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
0: shout shout out to indiana for doing what they're doing But back to LeBron, one would say what we're seeing he has to do, but another one would say he is the MVP. The definition of the most valuable player is what LeBron James is doing with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Without Harden, the Rockets would still be a playoff team. I believe that because they have CP3, they have a floor general. Without LeBron James, Cleveland would not have won 20 games. That's a fact because Kevin Love, who was the second best player, can't stay healthy. Who is nah. the better? Who is the better player? And who is the most valuable at that point?
1: Uh, I mean, if you're putting that argument out there like that, it's, it will it's be LeBron. LeBron James. I I mean he, yeah, I mean he statistically he's having one of his best seasons, point blank and period. Um, no question about it. Uh, but I think in this this new league, it's Whoever scoring the most and winning the most games is getting the MVP right now, and I mean that kind of, that has been the case for the last I want to say four years, maybe four four plus years, and that was including LeBron before he was dethroned because they had gave him too many of them anyway. You know, I mean that's how the league is viewing it. I'm not trying to be rude. I mean, does he deserve it every year? Probably, uh, but you know they want they want to try to spread it out. So, um, yeah, I think. I think you're right though, Chris. I mean, you take him off of that roster, it's a wrap. Uh, one would say though, I mean, your boy has been quite consistent as well in regards to James Harden. Sure. Uh, within the since he's been over with the Rockets. So. Absolutely. It, it, it's look. It's look like this you know they're the best team in the league this year, um, and he's statistically he's having I think he's number one scorer in the league. So I mean, yeah, it's kind of like how can you not give it to him? you know best team best player you you know from that that angle and yeah so i hear you though man lebron's a monster bro i can i don't i don't have anything to say
0: yeah, yeah. It, it it it's hard if you are if you are still a lebron james hater after game 5 of this series uh you really need to check your basketball acumen cuz i don't think that you uh know it i lebron james is a, is a monster It's just i have conceded Ellis, he is LeBron James. No one can face his shoes, bro. We might get to a guy that can because he showed up in game five in his series on the other side of the brackets. We'll talk about that on the other side. Before we take a break, Darius, real fast, I need your prediction because before the draft, I think you gave Cleveland six games. Are you giving uh, yes, them six, six games?
2: Still six. That's they have to one last night. I think it's a wrap. But it will not like I said, it won't surprise me if they go seven, but I think game six belongs to the Cavs. The Cleveland
1: Browns out game
2: in Indiana? Mm-hmm. Yep. Over Indiana. But, okay. Okay.
0: The, Cle- the Cleveland Browns, you also said that they will win six games.
2: After the well, draft tonight, drop and you believe
0: you... that they're still gonna win six games?
2: Nope. They goofed up as usual and they'll be lucky to win four games.
0: He's at four and 12, Ellis, four and 12.
2: Uh, we got tough, and we, we got dinner. Pittsburgh going to probably blow us out by 50 week one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm frustrated about the Baker Mayfield pick.
0: Hey, listen, how
2: you, I, I'm frustrated.
0: I lo- we're a half hour in the show. I have no voice because of yelling at what just happened. So I, I understand, but please understand. As a Lion fan, we thank you for taking all the attention away from us because <laughs> we deserve what we have now. And maybe one well, day we
2: you will grow up. Y'all got Matthew Stafford.
0: And now y'all got Baker Mayfield. So well, good, luck. Good, good, well, good luck with that. Good luck with that, my friend.
2: Hey, appreciate I, you I, I still love you the tonight, show. Man.
0: Appreciate you, man, every week, man. We appreciate you every time. 646-668-2182. It's number Ellis. I needed to take a quick minute in my G um, recoup because <laughs> I have no voice. But coming coming back on the other side, another guy who is equally just as talent talented as LeBron, debatable to some, had a freakish night last night as well. I'll tell you who that person is. I'll tell you how they extended the series and if they will continue to win that way. FT Sports Podcast. We'll be
1: right back. Remember. Only you can tell which sounds are correct to your ears and your environment. Your equalizer provides you with the means to make any and all corrections that you in your new capacity as audio playback engineer determined to be the most accurate. Say again,
2: welcome to the beginning of the end, I'm killing the boy, reviving her with a pen, a boomerang, bring it back to literal sense, how many wish they had 15 more cents
1: to make a buck at some point in your time. Line. The flow funky, imagination expands mine.
2: I try to climb above all the relevance, stand atop a pedestal like a gold medalist. Y'all relics trying to be facetious. I'm a with a bun. I don't need it. That boy's
1: hot dog. Look, for 24/7 raw, I can never be cooked. It ain't always about killing for beef. I'm a hunter for beef. My venison speech is untamed and wild. UFO, like I'm foreign, unseen before. With a mic, what we eatin' night. Come on, we'll play at an open mic I'll con- for buffet doomsday For the fence I do it every time But I can't help it It remind me of the skies I came from Don't fall cause I'm not tripping I landed in the Midwest Caught by the mitten That's Detroit baby
0: FT Sports Podcast. Welcome back. 646-668-2182 is the number. I'm sitting here yelling in the mic. The mic was hot. Well, it wasn't hot because it was muted. I'm hot, though. I'm losing my voice. Yelling at Frat House Sports every Thursday night, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. before we come on the airs with Frat House Mike, my man AP, Brandon, Sidekick, and my man Matt. If you want history and sports and everything about it from hockey to baseball, everything, you got to join those guys every Thursday night before we come on the air, 7 p.m. to 9, Frat House Sports only on Blaw Talk Radio. BLSC Davis is back here on FT Sports Podcast. The NFL draft is going on. I got the Milwaukee game on right now. Um, This series is going to 7, that's for sure. Didn't see it coming, but, hey, I'm glad it's happening. Another series, Ellis, that might be going to seven is the Jazz and the, and the OKC Thunder. Now, let me say this to you because you wasn't here when we made our prediction, but I will, say, mm-hmm. I will tell you that I picked Utah on six. The reason why I picked Utah on six is because I thought that eventually the decision-making of Russell Westbrook would have to come into play, and what we have seen from him years in and years out, even, the, even this season, he's not good at making good decisions, especially if you ask him to run the floor. Now one would say Chris, you're wrong because he's he's averaging a triple double, he's assisting everywhere. Well, guess what? It's not that damn difficult to assist. To be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, it's more difficult to rebound. So I understand where that debate will come in, but I digress. OKC got popped in Game Four. Utah had this game in the bag. Three and one. There's no way in, uh, this team is coming back from three one deficit. Melo is old. Melo is trash. We're going to talk about that in a second. (laughs) Paul George hasn't been Paul George this series. He's getting punked. There's absolutely no way that OKC is going to win. They're down by 27 points in the fourth quarter, ladies and gentlemen. And the OKC City Thunder won the game. That is right. Led by the guy who I just said got punked and the guy that averaged a triple-double. Russell Westbrook and Paul George, single-handedly beat Ellis. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. 79 points combined. Out of all the points that were scored in the fourth quarter, they were either assisted or scored on 37 points of them, 37 possessions. hmm Russell Westbrook, despite how bad and how much he irritates my soul when I watch him play basketball sometimes, like in game four where he's trying to take it to um, – Ricky Rubio, like Ricky Rubio is the reason why they won game four. Stop. That ain't the reason why I mean won game three. That ain't the reason why they won game three no way. Russell Westbrook is a shark, man. He is the absolute shark. If it wasn't for the fact that LeBron James is still around, it would be Russell. Russell Westbrook would be the most valuable player. And the definition of what I laid out before we took our break. So, O K C they're down three two BLS. Can they come back and win the series overall?
1: No. I don't think so, Chris. I think yesterday, uh Utah got way too lax and they stopped playing team basketball. And for some reason they had their own individual agendas and they could not find their their synergy and their energy uh, in the third and fourth quarter. And, I mean, yes, you let a phenomenal two players pick you apart, which, once again, is very predictable. And that's what's been the case all series. I don't see those two – I mean, actually, I do see those two having a game like that again. But I don't think it will matter because they've been doing this all season. Or not all season, all series, I should say. Russell Westbrook, as well as Paul George, have been averaging – you know, pretty much exchanging 25 to 30-point games throughout the course of the, of the series. Nothing's changed to me. They were hitting shots. They were playing, they were playing isolation hero ball and, the ball, and the balls were dropping. And Utah lost their rhythm. They put their foot, they put their, you know, they pretty much put their foot on, took their foot off the gas, took their foot off their throats. Like, there's no other way of putting it. Uh, but that's definitely what took place. And they lost. I don't see them going and doing. I don't see them doing that again two games in a row, man. I don't think the Thunder figured out anything about the Jazz in regards to their performance the other day. I think they just had a lot of heart, and I'm not taking anything away from them, but they had a lot of heart. And those two dudes came out swinging, and the Jazz, the Jazz wasn't ready. They cooled off and they couldn't get back into a routine.
2: I don't it see also, that
1: happening it, back in Utah.
0: It also hurt that Ruby Gobert. The best defensive player in the league on the floor, call for what you want. It didn't help that he uh-huh. got into foul trouble, so he wasn't out there to stop Russell Westbrook for absolutely penetrating the hole. I mean, he was up and down the sure. court. He wasn't doing that when he was on the floor. So shout out to Russell for taking advantage of what was on the floor. Smart decisions, right? I mean, for sure. You you got to take the team. It's it's do or die right now. You're at home. You're getting beat by 27 points. It's game time. Now let's talk about Carmelo for a second, because. I remember a conversation sure. you and I had when I was living in Canton. I remember we were yelling back mm-hmm. and forth. But we came to an agreement that Carmelo Anthony lost faith in the both of us when he decided not to mm-hmm. go to Chicago, when he had an opportunity sure to be a bull and had an opportunity to win a championship. Carmelo Anthony still got fans out there. I don't know where they are, probably just with Stephen A. But I, I need to understand something, man. I feel like OKC is a better team when Melo comes off the bench. When he's with the second unit, when he can score, and he's the centerpiece of what they can do, He's he that's where he thrives. USA basketball, he thrived coming off the bench. mm mm-hmm. uh, Let me just ask, regardless if they extend the series or not, is Melo going to stay in OKC? Do they need him?
1: Hey, he's at a point now where no, no team needs him, man. I mean... I'm just putting it out. There. Well, you know I, somebody's
0: going. You know somebody's going to want
1: him. Yeah, but we're, we were joking about this at the beginning of the season. He was making jokes talking about somebody asked if he wanted to come off the bench, and he said, you know, he, he laughed and said, "Are you serious? You know, like I'm not, I'm not coming off the bench." And uh, one would argue that you know, uh, you know, if you go anywhere else, that may end up being your location um, based off what we're seeing, unfortunately. There's been a very substantial decline in this game. Um, I don't know if it's based off the system that he's in, which could play a huge factor, considering that Billy Donovan does not utilize the team. Um, you know, there are some flaws and gaps in this overall. Actually, yeah, you know, there's two guys that pretty much play the same position on that team, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, um, and, and they haven't been properly utilized. So you have that going. But, I mean, yeah, man, Carmelo, he blew it for me, man. He turned he, tur- he turned in his his – his ability to say he wanted to win when he turned down going to to Chicago with that roster and with that talent that they had there at the time. And every position was, uh, was pretty much filled in except for the small forward offensive, offensive role that he plays. They had everything else to be a, a championship caliber team. And he turned that down for the money. So, I mean, at this point later in his career, He's already saying, man. Like you know, he's, he's just content with being, you know, a good player, a good talent, and he will go down as such. But uh, he's not, I don't know. He's. Not, I don't think he's he's here for championships, based off what I'm seeing on that man. I, I don't think that's the case at it's all. It's
0: hard to say that. It's hard to say that, man, because Melo is. I won't say was because he is. He's one of the best scores in NBA history. I mean, top ten. Sure is. But yeah, seven points. Seven points, Mello? Like, that's it? If I told you that Carmelo Anthony was on a team that had Paul George and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony had seven points, better yet, I throw it in a vacuum. I would tell you one guy had 34, one had 12, and another one had seven. I guarantee you Mm -hmm. Carmelo would not be the one with seven points. Mello is that type of caliber. Mello is trash. I think people are just afraid to think. Uh, so let's just call it for what it is. He's trash.
1: I'm not ready to put a trash status on Ellis, it. Ellis, he
0: had seven points last night, bro.
1: Seven points. He had a trash performance. Point. No, that was a trash, trash game for sure.
0: Your boy Kyle Lowry's trash, too. I'm not going to get on that, but yeah. Oh,
1: that's my boy? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's
0: your guy. Uh, you defended I, him multiple times.
1: I, have, I just said that he's a decent <laughs> player. I've never defended him. <laughs> You defended uh, yeah, that man. That,
0: that man missed a point-blank lay. I, I was shocked in the type of layup that this man missed. the other And I was like, dog, you are terrible. Without DeMar DeRozan, the Raptors are gone. The this series is over. The series would have been over if it wasn't for DeMar DeRozan. But I digress. The fact that Melo had seven points. I, Ellis, all season long, man, after, well, I won't say all season. I will say after December. It was uh-huh. easy to say that Paul George has emerged and he found his way in the system, and we don't even know what the system is because Billy Donovan. I don't think he's a good NBA
1: coach, but that's oh, I my opinion. I think he knows what the system is. Yeah, well, exactly. be, I,
0: But but Paul George showed up at least. Melo right. has not. He hasn't. He hasn't. I'm sorry. To me, no, he's trash, bro. You, he's trash. You, you, you're right. I guess uh, in comparison to other superstars, he's trash.
1: I think that it's uh it's that team though, man, and and Billy Donovan. I, I I'm not ready to put him on I'm not ready to put him on trash status, but he is declining rapidly right now, and this is this is this is one would say this isn't the time for him to be having this rapid decline because it's I don't know if father if mother mother nature or father times has hit him like, right, but it's really looking that way, man. Yeah, it's 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 looking that way. Um,
0: it's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. Melo, is, is, he's not playing with OKC next season. He does not need to be there. Billy Donovan don't need to be there. And to be quite frank with you, neither is Paul George. I think Paul George would be better off with a team where he is the centerpiece and everybody's building around him. Right. Agree or disagree?
1: Uh, agree, man. I, I think Russell, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, man, but he, you know, it's starting to look like Durant made the right move, man. Yep. You know, I, it's... You know, it's some it's some of those intangibles. As much as we love him, and we say he's a rough rider, because that's exactly what he is. He has a yep. lot. His decision making is 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 constantly questioned. And and what constantly sucks questioned. is and
0: what sucks and is that we'll it never
1: question.
0: Yep, and we'll never question it because of the team he went to.
1: What's about Durant?
0: Yep, Durant made the right decision. I mean, yes, but they will always remember I the mean, team he went to, not the decision that he made.
1: Right. I think he made the right decision, period, man. Even if he did not go to the Warriors. Oh, sure. I think it was still sure. the right decision.
0: Sure. I mean, he's uh, a free agent. so he should, he, You want, want to go to the best team, right? The best team wanted you, and you should go there. You're a free agent. You can do whatever you want. We agree to that. That's not the narrative. Sure, we do. The narrative is he copped out, and he went to a squad that really didn't need him. That's the narrative.
1: Well, maybe the narrative needs to be that, uh, you know, it's not It's not too easy to play with somebody like Russ. I mean, who's I'm – not, I'm not trying to be rude. He's accomplished a great deal these last two seasons, but we're not going to sit here and say he's not padding stats. Now, does he yeah. have a, a motor that <laughs> – you uh, he, he have a motor? He has a motor uh, that doesn't stop. I'm not taking that yeah. from him. But – I'm going to say but, um, um, I'm going to say that too. I mean, it's unfortunate, but, I mean, I've watched <laughs> it time and time again. Yeah. And you know, it's yeah, it's cute to average a triple double, but when you're about to get put out the first round, two years in a row, back to back, you know, one has to raise an eyebrow at like you. You know, especially this year. You have the talent. So when yep. he, you know, he's kinda in a good he's in a good position right now because every time he's been pretty much masked behind terrible coaching and then the stories have been the coaches not getting it done and the stories have been, you know, Durant leaving them high and dry when secretly the constant now, the constant variable that's been there since day one is this guy that's a two-time triple-double machine that's not making people around him better. And at this point in time, I don't want to hear anything. You got a very good center, an athletic center in uh, Adams, and you got two of the two of the best scorers, and you got a, a two-way player with Paul George. And you guys only win one more game than you won last year. And yeah. you know and you are and you're getting destroyed by Utah who's you're getting destroyed by essentially a rookie. That's
0: that's that's because uh, That no hold on a second. That, that that's because you can't play with Russell. As simple as that.
1: That's because
0: that's that? that's because, no, exactly.
1: that, because Ricky Rubio, Rubio looking like the goat or Snyder <laughs> Twin whatever that coach's name Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm, on, I'm just saying, man, man. Like now, mind you, I actually, like Utah, man. They've done a lot to change the the stadium colors and the, the logo, so they you know they're easy on the And I like, yeah, yeah, do. okay, yeah. I like them jerseys
0: do. is quite questionable, but all right, I I yeah. we'll, we'll let you ride with that, man. I'll yeah. let you have it. We'll I'll ride let it out. You have it.
2: Let um, me have it. We'll ride it, out.
0: What's going on, fellas? You, up, you all right, right over there, my G? Uh,
1: floodgates yeah, man, you know, uh, been sealed. Uh, wasn't the floodgates necessarily? Uh, but yeah, man, you know, sometimes life life gives you shit, man, and you you got to find a way to deal with it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah, in in a, in a very literal sense, you know, in a literal uh, sense, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. In in a very literal sense. Uh in a yeah, and it came home to uh, a a nice surprise in my basement. Ooh, uh dang. yeah. Yeah, ooh, man, ooh, uh, home ownership man. is uh Whoa. it has its moments. It has man. its moments. Goodness. Uh yeah. Man. Yeah. Damn. Shout it was out to Shout out to 24 hour pl- plumbing services. Uh, oh, they get a plug. Where their slogan is, they... where, where, "Where their slogan is, since we're 24 hours, we can charge whatever that we want." Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know
0: what? <laughs> you missed the you missed the first part of the show, um, where mm-hmm. the, the Cleveland Browns did yeah. The, the yeah did.
1: Yeah. yeah. So,
2: <laughs>
1: rest in peace, to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
0: McGriff. Welcome I'll give you. The AI I'll AI mail, give
1: you,
0: will give you the Reader's Digest <laughs> version of what happened, just so it'll make you uh-huh. feel somewhat better. Because you always bash the Browns, so this might give you an opportunity. I mean, they picked the quarterback yeah, in the first, They they picked the quarterback number one which says to us that Uh they picked the best player available because there's no one else drafted Mm -hmm. before them. So they got Baker Mayfield, Uh who would have been available in the fourth pick, the fourth overall quarterback, maybe third overall quarterback,
1: skipped Uh on
0: the best offensive player, which they could have used, skipped on the best defensive player whom they could have used.
1: Uh-huh. Yep.
0: And they got a cornerback uh, yeah, well, for their troubles. So they got the quarterback that nobody wanted, and they got a cornerback that nobody wanted in the first
1: five picks. But they did. You, you, you know, um, <laughs> can I give my take on on on, on these? uh Because you know, please, I had some brown. Me. I had I, I had some brown stuff in my basement when I got home today. So I think that makes <laughs> me uh, uniquely qualified to uh you are qualified to, to there, speak on that course. team down there.
2: Uh Yeah, so Cleveland Browns,
1: man, uh, big up to y'all for being consistent. Uh, you guys were the most consistent team uh, in the season last year, and, I mean, you're just continuing that into the draft. Uh, big up to you guys because apparently consistency is key. Um, I think that uh, Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns, you know, inter- interesting fun fact. The Cleveland Cavaliers also play in Cleveland, the same place that the Cleveland Browns do. Um, I think that they have really been watching LeBron, and they especially watched the game last night and watched him hit that game winner and said, hey, we don't need a team. We need us a LeBron. We need someone that can lead our team and uh, be that clutch guy. And you know what? We're going to go and get Baker Mayfield, and he's going to be our football LeBron. He's gonna go out there and he's gonna score touchdowns. He's gonna throw passes to himself. He's gonna protect himself.
2: He's gonna <laughs> shoot a three in the
1: and he, he's gonna shoot a three in the fourth quarter to the upright, and it's gonna bounce off and it's gonna catch. He's gonna catch and run it back in and they're gonna three. win the Super Bowl. He's gonna yeah, shoot man. a gonna three. They're kicking yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you know, matter fact, he's going go, he's gonna be on the ten yard line and he's gonna throw the ball at the upright and he's gonna run in the end zone himself and catch it. Because he's gonna be the LeBron of basketball for those Cleveland Brown stained things out there. Uh yeah, I nobody can really explain why Cleveland does the way the things they do. But you know what I'm saying? I'm happy that they did get Baker Mayfield. I'm happy that the Cleveland Browns do the things that they do. I mean, because as much as you know what, as bad as the Lions do sometimes, we always know, and this is a quote that our parents and people, other people have said, that no matter how bad things get for you, there's always someone out there that's doing worse than you. And the Cleveland Browns will always be the, the team that's doing worse than us. So thank you, Cleveland Browns, for your consistency. Thank you for your pick. I wish you the worst, uh well, the, would the best season be the worst season? for the, Whatever that means, I wish you guys have fun out there. Sell some tickets, sell some hot dogs, some popcorn and beer. And, uh, yeah, go Browns.
0: It sounds like, yeah. B. Ellis, that uh, this man just justified that pick. That's what we were <laughs> looking for. Uh, we were oh, looking for somebody. Just- he did. But well, he did. He justified it in, 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 in an elegant way. Thank you for remaining consistent. For sure. That it, for All sure. he had... You know what? That was well put, McGriff. And for that, you you get the same ovation that the Cleveland Browns got after that
1: pick. That was awesome. Thank you
0: for remaining
2: consistent. And remember, no matter what you're going
1: through in life, there's always someone worse off than you.
0: Well, Lions fans, there you have it. But just to bring you guys back to, to, you know, to the ground, because I had to remind myself, there's two teams and two organizations that are on 16 overall, the Lions and the Browns. There are also two organizations that draft very bad, the
1: Lions and the Browns. Yeah. In and Beard, in, we, in Beard, we're trusting right now.
0: And, and, and you know what? Guess who laid the foundation first?
1: Who? The Lions.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: you know. Damn, this is a sad show, man. This is sad. This is really sad. No, Lions are uh, are coming up in a few minutes. Lions are number three. Yeah, we'll see what they draft. We got three more to go. We'll see what they draft.
0: We will see what they draft. I I honestly do not know where they're going to go. They addressed a lot of their needs in free agency, which we've been yelling at them to do for years, McGriff. So, I'm curious to see what they're going to do in the draft. I won't be disappointed if they go defense, or maybe even go with the offensive line. There's two two weak weak points that they need. Even if they draft, even Hell, if they, they might, they
1: might draft go a, a damn cheerleader. We never know.
0: You never know. Uh, but you know uh, what? If they go back, yeah. if they draft, if they uh, trade their pick and get more picks for later later rounds, um, either later rounds or later uh, drafts next year or the following year, I won't be mad at that either. They did well in the mm-hmm. offseason. season, so I, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. They draft twenty. They draft twenty. Six four six six 646-668-2182 is the number, um, fellas. I want to get into something a little a little serious for a hot second, and and McGriff. Perfect timing because we've been talking a little sports. I want to get off sports for a hot second, and I want to acknowledge the other brown stuff, the chocolate pudding, Bill Cosby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Come, on, man. Come on, Come on, man! You're out of
0: control, man!
1: You're out of control.
0: I was waiting for McGriff because it was actually at the top of the show. I Why wanted are you to bring it? up because, man, because <laughs> you you can make it funny. I can't do it. I, I just. <laughs> I know my role, man. I know my place. Bill Cosby, man, uh-huh. indicted three, uh-huh. charged three, guilty on three, ten years apiece, thirty years. Mm-hmm. And he 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 had he didn't say anything during any of the court proceedings until today, when the mm-hmm. lawyer was saying that he is a flight risk, and Bill Cosby elegantly said, "I am." He is not a damn flight risk.
1: Is Bill Cosby, words, 30, exact, those are the exact words.
0: I wasn't can't say what he exactly said. I'll find him. But okay. it was something in that line. But nevertheless, man, Bill Cosby, okay. man, what's your thoughts on that, man? Bill Cosby, the Cosby show, man. Everything <laughs> that was good is is you know, damn, thirty years, man.
1: I mean, you gotta just be honest, you know, when most people think about Bill Cosby, they think about Heathcliff Heathcliff Huxtable. Bill Cosby is not Doctor Huxtable. They're two one is a fictional character, one is an actual man. um and it's uh it's it, I don't even think I can, I can make it funny um beyond somebody him being somebody's put and pop in 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 prison um <laughs> I like, but
2: I, I, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but in all, in all seriousness, man, um you know, he went through our judicial system, um he was found guilty. Um, I for one I, I can only give opinions I don't know whether he was truly guilty Or not um, But uh, justice was served uh, Justice was served and
2: uh,
1: Yeah um, it looks like he'll live out The rest of his days in prison um, And You know sexual assault and, and just unwanted sexual Advances and all that Is uh, is very very prevalent In our society and and in an informed society, in a in a modern society, it shouldn't be so. Um for every victim that comes forward, there are countless victims that do not that are feel um intimidated and feel scared and feel like they're gonna be retaliated against if they tell anyone um the things that they're going through. So to all of um the victims out there who have been affected by any kind of sexual assault, um I hope Today can give you some kind of of solace to know Mm -hmm. that um, bad deeds do not go unpunished and it may be a long process but hopefully eventually justice will get served and to those people out there both men and women um, that are uh, the perpetrators themselves just know that whatever is done in the dark will always come to light and get yourself some help you know and uh, yeah I mean it's, it's serious business, man. It's it's not anything to, to joke around with at all. Uh, yeah, man, we we have to do better as a people in general. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and just as a people, we got to really come together and realize that, man, we all have the same kind of blood running through our veins. Um, despite our differences of opinion, despite, despite our political beliefs or what have you, um, we all – bleed the same blood breathe the same air and we all share the same planet so eventually we need to learn how to get along and And that's all i got to say about that
0: and just to you know not i guess lighten the mood or to, to put emphasis on what he actually said he actually said and i quote um he doesn't have a plane you asshole." That's what? actually what he said. Yeah, that in regards to him and being a flight risk, the only thing that Bill <laughs> Cosby said is
2: <laughs> the, only, the only thing <laughs> every, every,
0: out of everything, the entire proceedings, today, day, weeks, months, all of this oh. stuff that has taken. place, this man has been absolutely silent. The man that we adored as as Mr. Hustle in the Cosby show. Hustable. Yeah, whatever. And his stand up. Because his stand ups are hilarious. Too, by the way, I mean the man's stand up. They are.
1: They are. They are.
0: The only thing that he echoed he doesn't have a plane,
1: you asshole. <laughs> that, is, that is that's comedy right there. That's gold. That's comedy. That's, that's that is that's, gold. That is you know, that's much
0: that, wow, that's
1: funny. Man, if I was in that courtroom, I would have laughed. <laughs> wow.
0: I wish I had the yeah. – I, I need the audio of that. I'm going to find the audio, and I'm totally going to save it. Because that that's gold. That, 646-668-2182 is the number. <laughs> NFL draft is taking place. Game – was this five? Is this five or six? Game six. Uh, Milwaukee and Boston taking place. Milwaukee is up on Boston. Um, Ellis, let's go back into some NBA uh, for a couple of minutes here because there are some teams that are waiting. There's some teams that have advanced, and obviously there are some teams that got eliminated. And the team I want to talk about first is the Portland Trailblazers because what's interesting about Portland, as you said, with Russell Westbrook and how the narrative has not changed, even with a new team, the narrative has not changed with Damian Lillard. Regardless of no, what man, they have. can do that. Wait a minute. The narrative hasn't changed. Yet. I'm up. The, the fact mm-hmm. is, I'm a, I'm listening to he's not advancing. He's not advancing. The fact, bottom line. And and he didn't play up. well either, Ellis. Uh, I'm not accurate about you.
1: that. Okay, go ahead, please. He, I need you to defend it. If you look at that roster, the one that's currently constructed. It has a lot of deficiencies, mm-hmm. and the thing is, he, they uh, they have a very strong backcourt, obviously, but they have contracts. They are overpaying about three players on that team that they cannot trade and that they not, cannot clear off the books. And based off of that new the new contract that went into place with the NBA, Portland made some terrible decisions on the front end, overpaying three players that they cannot move off the books. That are are not going to go anywhere else besides there until their contract expires. You can't put that on Dame Lillard. Now Dame Lillard, he ran into two defensive point or two defensive guards in Rondo and in um, Drew Holiday, and on top of that, having a tower, an athletic tower, putting hands on them in Anthony Davis. I'm not going to sit here and say that that's the same circumstance as Westbrook, who has the roster that's built to compete for championships. No one's looking at the Trailblazers saying that they have a roster that's built for championship contention and players that's built for championship contention. And as far as Damian Lillard, he has been carrying that team. They got put out this year. Last year they ran into Golden State. Last time I checked, he actually put out the, the Clippers last year. No, you know, whether they had injuries or not, they did advance last year. And when they actually did have a roster that was more so balanced, they were advancing in the playoffs every year. And on top of that, he's managed to keep his team in the playoffs in the Western Conference, and they have still pulled a third seed in the Western Conference this year. So that has a lot to do with Damian Lillard. Everything about that young man has been positive. He's been overlooked and overshadowed by players such as Westbrook. And, and you know, that's, it is what it is. But for you to group him in that category, I would strongly have to disagree. The man is averaging about 25, 26 points a game. He ran into a defensive-minded team, and they clamped down and put hands on him. Um, he has shown signs to be able to advance. And if you look at it, his team has been reconstructed twice. When they had an actual squad, when he was still coming into his own, he had Robin Lopez, you had um, Marcus Aldridge, you had Ridiculous Batum, you had the other gentleman, Wesley Matthews. You lost four of your starters in one year, and they still went to the playoffs the next year on Damian Livers back in the Western Conference. So, still got swept. Yeah. What well, difference does it make? When you say they got swept, what, what, no, they actually got past the Rockets. They put your boy James Harden out. Then they got destroyed by um, San Antonio, and they got a I, game in I, San Antonio. I, I,
0: was thinking, I was thinking last year they got swept.
1: Last year they did not get swept. Well, they got swept in the second round, though, Chris. They got past the Clippers. So you, you, you can't put him in the same category. Last year, your boy went home in the first round, Russell Westbrook. The the actual Blazers actually advanced to the second round and got hands put on him by the damn Warriors who put hands on everybody.
2: Ellis, I can't let <laughs> so, you get away with that.
1: I, I, go for it. I, what's your debate on that? I'm, I mean, you, you said that he's not advancing, but I'm giving you multiple series that they've won. I'm
0: so I'm, 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 all, I'm, all, I'm simply telling you that, yes, is, is Dame, In my book, first of all, I think he's an all-star. I think he's an elite player. Sure, I like his game. Mm-hmm. I really do. But it's not when he gets put out. It's how he gets put out. Regardless of the lineups that he's had, when he had Nicholas Petun, when he had Aldrich, when he didn't have him, you know, post and after, what, whatever, we can have all those debates all you want. When I look at his performance and when I look at what he's able to do and how the team performs – with Damian Lillard, there's no progression there. I'm sorry, Chris, there's no progression. You, you can bad, talk about. Listen, you have, Ellis. Yeah, one bad thing. Listen, you can one talk about that piece, all you Chris. want. You you can say that. You can say that all you want, and I'm I, that's fine. You can have I'm, that argument. But when I'm sitting here telling you, you I'm looking at Dame not, Lillard. No, I'm, no, I, I'm not, he, Ellis. He's not, because at this stage of the game and where he is, if you're going to carry your team. And which you have elegantly said it. You've said it better than anybody I've heard on ESPN, Fox, and you. every little sports outlet I've heard, you just elegantly put mm-hmm. it a good way that Dame Lillard is legit. But then I'm going to turn around and tell you that that's fine. But at this stage of your career and what he's able to do, we need more. At this point, what? you can't perform like this right now.
2: Okay, 18 points so in game you, you one.
0: No, yes, go ahead. I can't
1: talk. Go ahead. No, you 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 try to. I feel like you're summing his entire existence up based off of one year. Like he ran into a team that was superior defensively, and they had a athletic big, two athletic big men, and Anthony Davis, and then uh, it was it Nurkic, uh, who could shoot, and and then you had two clamp down defensive guards that put the hands on him, like. I'm going to say that it's a bad matchup. And low-key, that's a bad matchup for a lot of teams, the Pelicans, the way they're looking right now. They are a cohesive, well-coached unit. But I feel like if you look at the roster, or lack thereof, with the Blazers, how can you solely pin this on Damian Lillard? I'm trying to understand you with that. And then you said that he's not doing anything to advance. This is actually the first year that they haven't advanced.
0: Can you say that any player mm-hmm. under Damian Lillard – Can you say that players under Damian Lillard have developed and he's made guys better? Can you honestly say that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, C.J. McCullough's an a all-star now. Damn near an all-star status based off of running – Okay, one guy. Running one guy, Ellis.
0: How many times – you said he had, had multiple lineups, multiple teams. One guy, you're giving me, that's an all-star that Chris. he developed. You're saying Damian Lillard developed okay. C.J. McCullough. That's what you just said. Yeah. So just, out of all the lineups that he's him. had yep. – but two. All the guys that he's had, Damian Lillard made one guy better. That's what you're telling me.
1: I'm telling you before, too, that whole team That's a team yes or no, man. Out. That's a yes or no. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay, one guy. About
1: to... Okay, yes.
0: All right. So, where you are right now at the point of your career, all I am simply saying, every player has a critic. We just got done praising LeBron at the start of the show hard to find a critic of him but the one thing that you can say is that he doesn't trust his team because his team don't trust that themselves lebron does not trust his teammates that's a that's the bottom line 89 89 offensive plays the man either assists or scored on 80 of them that's the lack of trust that he has in his team that's lebron that's the only knock that you can have on him Prior years, he can't hit free throws. He can't hit three-pointers. He doesn't drive to the rack. He settles for jump shots early in his career. Every player has a knock. Russell Westbrook, he is not a good decision maker. You force him to be a legit point guard to make plays like a Chris Paul, he can't do it. He's not smart at him. Five road games. This man has 33 turnovers in five of his road games, including last year. 33 turnovers, Ellis, on the road. That's Russell Westbrook. But he is a sharp. He's a great player. Damian Lillard, great player. Fantastic point guard. I like watching him play. But if you're going to tell me out of all the players he's had on his team and all the advancing that he's done, and they're the third seed in the Western Conference, the Western Conference, and he's made one guy better in his career, then I'm going to tell you he doesn't make guys better.
1: I'm telling you, that's one player I'm naming off the cuff, man. He's made, he has made those teams Better And considering the talent, and in my opinion, lack thereof, that he has on this roster right now, he's done a damn good job, particularly carrying the offensive load and then making sure that players are in the right positions and that he's making the right plays consistently so did you see, to win so, the games so, that they're winning. Before I throw
0: it over to McGriff real fast, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Just right
1: off the cuff, because they got sure. swept.
0: Did you see Portland getting swept? Oh. I saw it going seven games. Well, how many games did you think the series was going to go?
1: To be honest with you, I thought that it would go uh in favor of the uh the Blazers. From a standpoint, I have not watched the Pelicans play, obviously. Um, I'm looking at their roster and saying, Okay, Boogie Cousins is out.
0: Okay, so and why did you pick them to win the series? I,
1: because I I personally didn't think the Pelicans were as, as thorough as they are, which I I'm letting you know from watching them, they they have a team, bro, and I'm I'm it's very impressive what they're doing with this with this team, and what they've been able to do since Boogie went out, and all those players on the Pelicans are shifted into their natural position. And I think that they they are a, a superior, they were a superior team, especially in the guard position, you know, which was the Achilles' heel, obviously, for two very athletic guards uh, that are high scores but if you run into two defensive guards that that's what they ran into and you're constantly getting beat and there's constantly walls in front of you it was a bad matchup draw for a, a team that's really uh, has a really strong backcourt and that's all that they have is a strong backcourt they don't have any nope. athletes on the front line uh-huh. I'm talking about on the on the uh the Blazers
0: uh uh-huh. yeah no no I
1: uh huh. I, I
0: don't disagree yes. with it. I don't disagree there, Alice. I, I asked you why you pick Portland. The reason why you picked Portland is yes, because, because of the I, lack I, of I information say, that I, you had on New Orleans. Them. So you didn't say anything good about Portland. Yeah, fair I just said so lack for of team, information I had on, on
2: the Pelicans.
0: Okay, so again, so, so, so I pick, I, I'm, I I'm talking place. to you with the knowledge that you have given me. Yes, you picked Portland because you didn't know about the Pelicans, but I will tell you Correct. that people pick Portland. Because of Damian Lillard, his ability to score, his ability to get in, pick out, cause confusion with the pick and roll. And most importantly, cause confusion in spacing when he drives to the rack. That's why people pick Portland, him and CJ McCollum. Guess what? They were on lock. And I agree with you there. But guess what? Drew Holiday had 41 points and eight assists on the offensive side. Where was Damian Lillard?
1: that's the point I'm making man if he's getting if he's exerting all of his all his his energy trying to play offense and clearly it's not working because he's getting hands put on him he's playing against physical guards he's being double teamed their defense their 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 1 on 1 defensive schemes are amazing and if he does slip past them after exerting all the energy to get past them you got a swat blocker down there in Anthony Davis you're, you're not. I mean, that's what It's a nightmare matchup. They ran into a matchup situation in which they were outmatched. And you see it all the time in football. You see it in basketball. This is a perfect example. And that's what I'm telling you. I didn't. I overlooked what the Pelicans had going on. Shame on me. But after watching it, game one, game two, game three, game four, the level of consistency that the that the Pelicans showed you. And it isn't like the Dame and them wasn't being aggressive. It wasn't like they were timid. It wasn't like they weren't trying to take their shots. They were just shut down. McGriff. They ran into a team that was better, a better team.
0: Get in here, McGriff. You don't know a lot about it, and that's fine. But based on this uh-huh. argument, I'm losing my voice tonight. This all overall. Based on the argument that you just heard, to uh-huh. me, i I hear what Ellis is saying, you can't put it on Damian Lillard. To me, I say you can because he's the star. That's what that's what happens. What say you? hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Um, yeah. I, I definitely didn't see that series going the way it did. Um, you know, Portland was the number three seed. Like they have the talent that they need to go forward in the playoffs. Um Yeah, I that's and I and honestly I, you know, I don't watch too much basketball, but I can definitely tell you I've never watched any of the any Pelican, uh, single Pelicans game, so I can't really go too deep in it. But uh, yeah, I mean, Portland the the third seed, so I definitely didn't see him being swept like that.
2: Fair enough. I, I have. I, I, mean,
1: I don't. I, I, go ahead. That's why I said, Davis. I'm not trying to argue with you. I, I'm just saying. No, I hear you. The crazy thing is, you you know, like because you mentioned they didn't, they not advancing. I'm like, well, you know, I can counter that and say they 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 have advanced. And when they have got swept, they got swept by the Warriors, you know, or they got beat by the Warriors the year before that. You know, everybody got beat by the Warriors in the entire NBA. So is that really, you know, a knock against Damian Lillard? Like, no. You know, even in those series against the Warriors the dude was putting up like thirty five points a game. Sure, sure. Now and that's lighting them up.
0: Eighty one points him between and, him and C J McCullum.
1: I remember a game. And that's and that's where I'm coming from. This dude ran into some some thoroughbred point guard or guards that are pretty much predicated on playing defense.
0: Let me can, can I ask so, can I ask you both a question? Because McGriff, you don't mm-hmm. have to know tons of basketball. To, to get to answer this question correctly. Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys both this question right. rapid fire, yes or no. All right. If LeBron James gets put out of the playoffs, regardless of which round and how it happens, is it not LeBron's fault? It's LeBron's team. Will people not find fault in LeBron some way, somehow? Yes or no?
1: Of course, yeah, they're going to find fault in LeBron. Like, okay, fantastic. No matter fantastic. if it's his fault or not.
0: Fantastic. OKC. Okay, if OKC gets put out in six tomorrow, which we all think that that will happen, Mia Ellis and do you believe that the narrative would be that it's Russell Westbrook's fault? Regardless of how good Russell Westbrook would have played, they would say it's Russell Westbrook's fault.
1: Yes or no? I think they'll give him a will Oh, go ahead, McGrath. No, I'm asking you.
0: He's the super... Okay, maybe not. Okay, uh, I won't use Russell because of the three that they have. Um, they got three let me dudes. use. Yeah, they got three dudes. So, okay, I can't use Russell. But let me use, um, damn. Let me use back in the day, Dirk Nowinski, the Dallas Mavericks.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Would they not say Dirk didn't do everything he could?
1: No, Russell, I again, if you, you want, want to go the to. They put that on the team because Dirk has to Dirk's knock is that he's been balling out, but he hasn't had a I'm team. I'm using
0: some terrible analogies. The point you is are. the superstar of a team. <laughs> If you get swept, they're going to look at the superstar. And guess who the superstar is on this team? Damian Lillard. I like Damian. But, not- but I'm just saying, like God,
2: you got to look. You
1: Chris, you, you're being slick again. Just like I called you out <laughs> earlier. You're, you're changing your narrative, bro.
2: We're I, moving on, man. You first start-
1: no, we're not moving on. you about to get caught up. You first start this narrative, I said to you, uh, the dude got the outplayed he pick. had a bad he had a bad series. I straight up said that to you. Now, that's what happened. You know, and there has to be some blame on him. But we're not going to sit there and negate the fact that he hasn't balled out. That ultimately his roster is not that that great either. He just happened to run into a a nightmare matchup. But he's been consistent throughout these years with being able to carry his team and being able to be a a star on his team. That that was that's what I said. I'm done talking. I just wanted to clear that up. I know Instead you are. Talking to you. you want to hear that? <laughs> changing the narrative, uh, son,
0: ain't nobody changing the narrative, man. Damian Lillard, step your game up, man. The, the, or leave Portland. Just leave Portland. Can we agree? Leave Portland. Yeah. Uh,
1: Get the hell it's, out it's of tough Portland, to say, bro. It, it
0: ain't it's tough, tough to, to say. say. They, ownership. Ownership is not giving him anything. They took the only team he had not, away. Come on.
1: That this. I mean, right now, yes, their ownership has, has has made some poor choices, and royally it is going to cause him to suffer because they, they they are they are trapped in some terrible contracts for the next three years. In the past, though, they had a squad, and those players wanted out, and Dane was the only one to stay. He can't help that because they actually had a squad. They had a squad that was built to compete, but everybody wanted out. Everybody wanted their money. No, everybody wanted their money, and if you look at it, all these dudes are on these – on these teams making their money, and they all suck. And all these other teams did not get better. The Hornets didn't get better. <laughs> Dallas didn't get better. <laughs> San Antonio is struggling right now. Every team that they got shipped out to sucks right now. So, I mean, let's just call it for what it is. Listen. Because they were greedy and they went after their listen. money.
0: Hey, what's the narrative? They were the third seed in the Western Conference. What's the narrative? They got swept. Move on. <laughs>
1: To hear Fair enough, else, they, man. That here. <laughs> Go for it. Let's right, here talk goes about
2: the
0: Lions pick. okay. Who's the Lions picking, man? I I'll wait for the pick. I'll wait for the pick. I'm not yelling at you no uh, more. Alex. I've been doing right too much now. yelling. Um, yes. as we wait for the Lions pick to come in, uh, Golden State and the Pelicans. I'm intrigued with this matchup. Game one will take place when we are not on the air. So when we come back, game two will probably be either going on or would have already happened. Um who they get? They got a center. Ah, okay, a I like center. that. Yeah, we we gotta shore up the offensive line, bro.
1: That's
0: real. It's not it's not a sexy pick, but that's what we need on the line. That's what we need on the line. Golden State, Golden State Golden State and the Pelicans, uh Bielis. Yes sir.
1: Um what's your question?
0: That's the question. Golden
2: State and the Pelicans. Feel, just
1: go. That's a good I, matchup. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I, I think this is a good matchup, man. Um, I think that Golden State is going to create some problems for the Pelicans, though. Once again, matchups. You know the difference between Golden State and um, and the uh, the Blazers is that Golden State's guards are a hundred percent immaculate, and one of them is a two way player that plays defense and can score in Klay Thompson. I think that's where you know, so he they're going to balance each other out as far as Drew and Klay Thompson. Um, if they don't have Steph Curry, I think it's going to be a challenging series for Golden State. I'm just putting it out there right now if they don't have him.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, but they just still got to look at it. They're, they're pretty evenly matched right now. Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant are going to go at it. And I still ultimately think that the Warriors have a deeper roster uh, to be able to contend while some of these players are canceling each other's skill sets out. So I think that, that still works in favor of the Warriors, but the ace, you know, saying the ace in the hand or the joker in the hand for the uh, Pelicans, the ant, Gentry used to coach them, man. So he knows their tendencies. So yeah. I really think that this is it's going to create some, some, like you said, some some matchup concerns. They're going to be very equally. I
2: think
1: it's going to be a very competitive uh, series, man. To be honest with you, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what's about to happen.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I think a lot of NBA fans are looking forward to it, and. Um, I think the second round will be much better than the first round, and we'll we'll see what happens. 646 um, 668 is the number. Fellas, I think we're done with, with sports for tonight, man, because uh, tonight, this weekend, uh, The Avengers, Infinity War comes out, and I got some Marvel questions that I'm going to ask you two guys, and I want you to rate the movies based on their greatness. So, McGriff, Bielis, probably two of the... Biggest movie watchers that I know At least I want to see if you guys agree or disagree On some of these films So y'all ready for some rapid fire Let's
1: go Alright
0: let's do it So in tribute to the movie that I got done Watching this weekend I finally, finally Watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2 Shameful. Um, Shameful. Shut up, shut up The point is I want you To rate the movie which one was better, Volume 1 or Volume 2? McGriff, pick them.
1: Volume 1. Bielos. Not even a question, Volume 1.
0: Okay, now with that being said, I want you to take that film and now judge it against the next film, Doctor Strange, who was surprisingly Ooh. a very
2: good movie
0: and took a lot uh-huh. of people by surprise. So, Volume one
1: uh-huh. Or Doctor Strange? I'll still go with volume one. Uh, I'm still going to go with volume one. Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. Okay. Let's go to the Iron Man series Iron Man 1, mm-hmm. 2, or 3. McGriff.
1: Ah. Mmm. 2, 3. Ah. Ooh, ah, wow, that's that's hard. One, two, or three? It's not even hard. <laughs> go ahead, Ellis. Not hard at all. One. The other two are damn near irrelevant. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I um,
0: Okay, Okay, then <laughs> the, uh, One, two, or three?
1: Maybe I got to go back and watch them again. As long as I can't remember, you didn't miss much after the first one. <laughs> so maybe I'm maybe I'm tying the the first two to the. Yeah, you know what? One, one,
0: the original. Yeah, I get it. Unfortunately, I have to echo the sentiment with Ellis. One was, one was was great. All right. So then, with that being said, then gentlemen, Iron Man or Doctor Strange?
1: Mm. Um, that's tough, man. Uh, But I'm I'm going to go with pick it. Iron Man and Dr. Strange. Iron Man. No love for Doctor? That
2: that movie wasn't bad. You're not asking the
1: right question. No, I'm asking
2: asking the right question. question. I asked
0: you to rate the movie. So it's Iron Man or Dr. Strange. One is better than the other. Iron Man. Iron Man. All right. So then I'll put put the movies up against each other then. Volume 1 or Iron Man?
1: Um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Volume One. For Griff? Uh, man, yeah, I feel I, like I, I'm disrespecting Doctor with Ella, Strange. Right? No, we not disrespecting Doctor Strange at all. Uh, but I mean, look, man, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, cause, matter of fact, I, I'm not gonna lie, I slept on Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't. See I slept it until I died. <laughs> while, well, clearly, uh, I didn't see it until it was out on on video, and I watched it at home, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" So yeah, I mean, I agree, I agree. Volume one was it was awesome. Like you had, I think, just you know, Iron Man, Doctor Strange. You just really focused on one character, whereas you had so much in Guardians of the Galaxy, like. You have, it was just—it's it just a great film, man. I'm—I'm, I'm, yeah. And it,
2: it's and a great I mean, film, honestly
1: speaking. Guardians is the reason why this this Avengers is looking like it's looking. If you want to really go there, this is the first—that was the first movie that really spent some time developing Thanos.
2: The, okay, The fair, film that fair really enough. gave him
1: the most—the most, the most screenplay was was Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Fair enough. However, in defense, since y'all didn't pick. Doc, I gotta say that nobody saw that movie being as good as it was when it came out.
1: At all? What? I think me and Ellis put it all together. We it all together, was I think. epic. And we were both like, "Wow,
0: that movie was fantastic." Yeah. That movie I, was I said
1: fantastic. The same thing for Guardians, though, man. I, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, "Who?" I don't even know who these characters are. I had to really go yeah, and that pull too. up the comic book I was
2: like, to figure out. I was like, that who Guardians that, of Galaxy was?" Part?
0: Okay, I got some more picks right. for you guys. I got some more picks I for you guys. It was we got.
2: Let a let Star-Fi let let bring.
0: Let let bring out some Captain America. So Cap One, Winter Soldier, for Civil War. Oh.
1: See now, here you go again
0: with this. No, hey, so like, here I go again. Pick a film, Ellis. This, you can't. Ain't no one A, Bro. one B, one C.
1: Pick one. You can't do
0: that. You can't yes, do that. I can. I did it. You agreed to it. Pick it. One, two, or three.
1: That's like you asked me about that Dark uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, man. Like, all three of them is relevant. Bro. I understand yeah, you can't that. can this... out of those at all. But listen, that's fellas, can a, we agree? The, can, on. the, the only, captain. listen,
0: the only Marvel film that fell on its face, in my opinion, was Iron Man 3. I can live without Iron Man 3 without a doubt. There's no question about which one man, was the worst. Was Maybe simple, even four. Even I can put all I can put Thor two in there, too. All right. I can do that as well. But that last I'm, Thor was questionable. I fell asleep. The, the, OK, so what I'm saying is if we could definitively say that that's bad, then I'm asking you as far as the captain. Which one was the best one? Man, Winter Soldier just, or Silver War?
1: Pick one.
0: Man. Pick one, Ellis. All right, man. You, you got to you go to Winter,
1: Winter Soldier. Thank you. McGriff? I already said Winter Soldier.
0: All right. Winter Soldier or Iron Man?
1: Winter Soldier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Like, the Captain series is probably, it's damn near the best in the Marvel Universe. I right
0: agree. Now. I agree. I agree. But that's not the question. That's Iron Man or Winter Soldier?
1: Uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. The oh. ten, sir. Oh.
0: Okay. Volume 1. Or winter
1: soldier. Man, I'm not bro. doing this with you, Chris. It. You can't
2: <laughs> no, that's like, man, bro, you can't do that, man.
1: Yes, I can. You
2: can live yeah, with one totally film. You have different to different make- of <laughs> movie. You can't compare it. That's right. That's right. The music you came up to no if you cannot compare yeah. those movies. Yeah, so the, music, the music of Chris. It, Chris.
0: nope. The nope. music
2: says Magriff, stop
0: it, Chris. I'm not letting y'all get away with that. I cannot let y'all get pick a damn movie. Winter Soldier Donald or Trump's Volume One. <laughs> <fifth.
2: I'm> pleading <laughs> <the fifth. laughs>
0: I think y'all just afraid to pick a movie, man. And I get it. They're all not. great. Okay, so pick one. Winter Soldier great. or Volume One.
1: Man,
2: all right, SB Sports <laughs> Podcast. We thank y'all for listening.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Being real, you
2: don't uh, want to pick it. You don't want to pick it. Come on, fellas. Yes.
0: Come on, man. Just pick I the just, movie, and we're once,
2: off the air. Once again, once I, I will put. Cap- this is how. This time, we to just
1: go ahead and end this count. You, you <laughs> Winter Soldier is equ- is equivalent to Dark Knight. It's it's like it's kind of a dark, very serious tone. I didn't ask that, any of that. that. Just, let me speak. Now <laughs> I'm saying that Guardians. Guardians is like that deal, but it has the comedy in it, so it's a different genre, in my opinion. You know, it's it's it's, it's lovable because of the characters, and and the, oh they they pretty much made them very vivid characters, man. Whereas in, I just feel like we're the soldiers in its own category, man. I mean, I, that's listen, how I feel. When, Soldier, when I started the Winter conversation, Winter soldier's in its own category for sports, for the superhero universe. Listen, Winter Soldier right there with Dark Knight. Don't be Knights.
0: jealous. Don't be trying to deflect and change the narrative because you think you wanted to do it to give analysis of a movie. I just asked you, pick a movie. Which one of which one of those two films sure, would you watch sure, first, Winter based on ranking? Winter Soldier or Volume Winter Soldier. One? Winter
1: Soldier, Davis. Go for because
0: it. Because if Winter I said Soldier. Black Panther or Winter Soldier, both of y'all would say Black Panther. Easy.
1: No, I don't think I would say that. I still would be leaning uh, well, toward uh, Winter Soldier. Wait a minute, McGriff. Would you echo that sentiment? You have disgraced our family.
2: <laughs> I am. Not- Man, I'm not just hating. I'm uh,
1: Wakanda forever, man. But that Winter Soldier is just the, the way they developed Captain. That and, it. It, and once a, once again, just Captain he feels like reasons the reasons real. The it, it, oh my goodness, man! It, it, it <laughs> ain't about it. I, I mean the development of his character, man. Like, and I think that uh, I think Black Panther's is right there with it. Like look, for real, for real. I really do think it is. I
0: really do. FT Sports Podcast, where we dodge all the hard questions, fellas. That was very man. When are you I going back? to see the
1: movie? Um, uh, I'm
2: in there. Saturday
1: morning.
0: I don't know, man. I go to imagine to see it. I, I got to have my reclining seat, so I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't have tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: Yeah, I'm in, I'm in there. I'm in there. Saturday morning. I, I don't physically have the tickets, but someone got the tickets. So, uh, yeah, I'll be in there tomorrow night.
0: All right. You win that thing. It must be nice. Good job,
1: Pete. <laughs>
0: must be nice. Yeah, man. You know? good, good show tonight, fellas. Good conversation. FT Sports <laughs> Podcast will we'll you up next week. up
1: forever. <laughs> <Wakanda> for <ever. laughs> yes, sir. <laughs>